0: Definitions of better. Number one, best. Better means best. And I like having the best. When it comes to certain things, I point blank want the best. And, and, and I, I, I I like it when I don't have to wonder if something or somebody is the best. Why you serve Jesus instead of Buddha? Simple, simple. He's the best. Why don't you have three gods instead of just that one? That's simple. He's the best. Why do I need three when I have the best? Second definition of better. Good. And good equates beneficial. God comes with a benefit package. Woo, I say God comes with a benefit package. He'll bless you. Matter matter of fact, uh, Solomon said the blessings of the benefits of God make you rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. Woo, yeah, that's a good God. That's a better God that will give you benefits. Look look around you. There, There are folk in here this morning that are manifesting the benefits of God. Woo! Look out in the parking lot. There are folk that drove up in benefits of God. Y'all better come to Mallet Drive and and don't stop when you come in the subdivision. Just keep on going until you go over to the cul-de-sac and then come back, stop by two or three houses and then there's a person called Deacon Ope. In a custom-made house. That's the benefit of God. God will give you better. Says things like, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Who are you? I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd comes to lay his life down for the sheep. But if I lay my life down, I'll pick it up again. He gives you a benefit package. Says things like, I want you to be the head and not the tail, to live above only. Get this, and never beneath. I'm the better one. I'm the better one. So when it, when it comes to better, Number one, it means best. Number two, it means good or beneficial. And the last meaning of better, profitable. God prospers you in every aspect of life. I love what John said in 3 John 2 when, when, he, when he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul does prosper. Now, John was speaking prophetically because he could not provide for the beloved what he spoke the only one that can cause a wish or a desire for prosperity to happen to the people of God is God himself. But John understood that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will turn around and give us the desires of our heart. Now that's awesome. B- b- because in this room you have folk with various desires. I, I know for a fact that-, that everything Minister Scott desires, I don't desire. But she probably got two or three things on her list that, you know, we on the same page with but, but, but I don't think she got on her list a, a, a pair of these nice shoes that I saw that, that's in size nine for a man. I, I don't think that's on her list. That ain't on her list. You see, it ain't on her list. But God is so awesome to where He can give all of us our horns to that's the reason he's the better one. He, he won't have to start over here. And, and when he gets to the middle, say, hey, I'm out. I'm out. I, I'm sorry, I'm out. They, they got everything over here. There is no shortness concerning our God reading the prophet said his his hand is not too short that he cannot save. See save don't only means deliver but it means to prosper. His hand represents his power. He has power not only to deliver you but he has power to prosper you in ways you never dreamed of. And so we have to consider in the text again that when it comes to the word better it means simply best good or beneficial or profitable. And so the psalmist was Concerned about how people were trusting others. And you know when when you trust somebody, it says that you, you depend on him or her. You're relying on a person to do this, that, or the other. And, and uh, let me just talk about myself. I'm, I'm just not dependable when it comes to certain things. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just uh, you know, I, I mean well. <laughs> look at that sh- straight face. <laughs> but sometimes I just come showing. And, and sometimes I come short because I can only be in one place at one one time. See, God ain't got that problem. He everywhere, so he he ain't got Walker problem. Well, well, Walker want to be there, but he can't be there. And then Walker said he'd be there too, but then a wreck happened. But then it may not be no wreck. Walker just overslept. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, he said too. He ain't here too. He ain't dependable. Even if he come at 2:02, he still wasn't here. God don't have that problem. He is reliable. He's an on-time God. You don't have to worry about him oversleeping because the Bible tells us he neither sleeps nor slumbers. Why does he not vary like people? Because according to Malachi 3 and 6, he changes not. You can depend on him. You can rely on him. And and, and so so you heard me put myself out there. So don't try to think like El Thomas said earlier that your pastor is God. I'm not that reliable. I ain't God. You ain't God either though so we might I mean, since I'm saying it about myself let me just put it out there about you too. Buddha ain't either since I'm throwing stuff out there. He ain't either. Woo! But when you when you trust it also says that that you a person that possesses hope or expectation when it comes to somebody. You just expect certain things to happen from somebody. You expect certain character from the elders. (laughs) You expect certain things to happen on Sunday morning. Even beyond the church walls you just expect something. You, you just expect this to happen and, and, and sometimes it does not happen because a person is involved. A person can let you down. You expect one thing but you get what you didn't expect. But that's not God. When you hope Or expect God to do according to his word. He's going to manifest it. You will not be let down concerning what you expect him. Especially if it's based upon his promises. That's the reason Paul said in 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. All of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. If you expect this promise to be fulfilled. That God made it will happen. Even though you don't see it immediately. Don't give up. Because if God said it. He'll do it. He'll bring it. To pass. And so the psalmist. Puts. God in contrast. To men and prince in the text. He, he never wants us to get to the point to where we consider God or our Lord to be on the same level as men and prince. Never wants us to get on that level. And and so he says in verse 8, It is better to trust the Lord than to put your confidence in Brian Jackson. Good man. Nice shoes. It's better to put your trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in vic crowd nice vest that is a nice vest And I can go throughout this room and put your name where I put Elder Jackson and Brother Vic. But what I want you to understand is it it does not matter who it is. It's better to trust God than anybody. And and you may be be, uh, in your seat saying, well, you don't know who I am. You obviously have not read all of my resume. You don't know my history, the places I have been. I don't need to know your history. I don't need to know where you have been. Because some folk, you can be telling folk what does say is God, but they'll still be trying to convince you that what they're saying is right despite you quoting the scripture. They'll still try to convince you that despite what you're saying, that what they're saying is above your words. You don't ran into folk like that. You try to tell them you trust in God, and they look at you like you crazy. They tell you, they t- especially a professional. They tell you, well, it ain't nothing that can be done no more. You to, such and such gonna happen, and you tell them, well, I'm just trusting God. And they look at you like, did you not hear what I said? I said it's done, as if they have the final say. But but see that that's not. Really what Solomon is is just saying in the text when, when you see one implication of the text, Solomon wants us to be to the point to where we never take the word of a person over God's word. We never trust a person over what thus says God never ever. But some of us do. Yeah, we do. You say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. But there are times you won't be led by the Spirit of God. You will allow the opinion of the research of what a person has said tell you what to do. I know I've been guilty. But that's been a while. That's been, that, ain't, that ain't nothing recent. But some of us, you talked about being fire baptized. You get up with bold testimony, but you quick to believe what somebody say Because you got more trust in that person than the Spirit of God in you. You got to still like me. I'm your pastor now. Right? But you know I'm telling the truth. All of us at one time or another have been guilty. But see, the text is telling us that needs to change. And it needs to be a permanent change. If you did it yesterday, it needs to be over now. If you did it before you got to church, it needs to be over now. That's the reason he says it's better to trust God than to trust man or human beings. I I want to show you a couple of scriptures in reference to what he says here in uh, Psalm 118. And 8 let's go to... uh, 1 Samuel. I think that's where I want to start. I'm going to show you a couple scripture. scriptures. Let's go to 1 Samuel. If uh, you're not used to 1 Samuel, go to your table of contents. No, seriously, that's, that's probably the best way to do it. Just go to your table of contents. And we're going to the 15th chapter. 1 Samuel 15. Ready? 1 Samuel 15, 29. Notice this. And this is what uh, Samuel said, prophet of God. And also, the strength of Israel, our God, will not lie nor relent. No, he's saying, God ain't going to lie and he ain't going to relent. Reason being, for he, a God, is not, help me, Amen. that he should, what? He's, look, God ain't going to relent. He is not going to change on you. God is not going to change on you. And the reason he ain't going to change on you because he is not a man. Because folk will change on you. See, see, I, I have seen folk. I, I have seen folk that didn't have no money, but then when they got a little money. Act like they were a millionaire. You ever you, you notice that? Probably some of you can folk. I mean you may even be guilty yourself. You good you good people, but then get by two thousand dollars. And then all of a sudden, just just change. Yeah, Walker, I know that's what you, you're doing today. But I think I'm going to go and have something else. I'm feeling something different today. I'm gonna, oh, so you, you can't go to big chick now. Okay, huh? okay. You can't go to big chick now. You can't go to big chick cause you not get. You got money in your pocket, and, and ain't nothing wrong with that. But but when you have an attitude like you want, folk to know you got money. And then you got some folks, if they get a degree, they'll change. Is anything wrong with changing? No. But when you change for the worst, that's the problem. Money will change you. I said money will change, and it should. When you get money and you've been wearing run over shoes, but now you got money to get you some good shoe, you should go get you some good shoe. <laughs> but don't start looking down on somebody else who ain't got their money yet. Don't let money change you for the words. I don't eat chicken. I look like I just shocked everybody. Most of y'all probably knew it. I I don't eat chicken. I ain't going to never eat chicken. We have to talk about it if you want to know why. But anyway, But somebody said to me, I ain't never heard no preacher that did eat chicken. Well, we got one. (laughs) But listen to this. Just because I don't, I'm not going to look at you if I'm riding with you and you won't stop it, Big Chick. I'm just going to tell you, look, get me a tea. Get me a tick. You sure you don't want no picture? No, get me a tick. Eddie, they got that limerine pie, bring bring me a slice of that pie too now. But don't change just because you get a little money or something happens in your life. Don't change for the worse. Change, but don't change for the worse. Folk will change on you. I mean, and you say, well, I don't think so. And so, another, change. I'm telling you, folk will change on you. Folk who you think won't change will change on you. I've heard folks that, that have been married for years that ain't the same woman I married. <laughs> what you mean? That ain't the same woman I married. I wish I could take you back. I could, if I could rewind and <laughs> and show you I would, I would just prove to you that ain't the woman I married and, and see how I'm up here being comical they'll have a straight faith that ain't the woman I married because people will change and that's the reason we have to check ourselves because we'll change won't we I'm with your pastor. Man, I done heard that so many times. Good. God, I done heard stuff like that. And I just look now when folks tell you, "Um, well, I ain't no novice. I done heard that before, you know. But God will not relent or change. Can we go further? Let's go to Numbers 23. Let's go to Numbers 23, and we're going to just look at, look at one verse. Ready? Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should, nor a son of man that he should. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken? And will he not make it good? God going to do what he's saying. If he said he going to do it. He, he, he will never say something that he's not going to do. If he say better is here and better is coming. It don't matter what happened. He going to do it. He ain't like man. man. Man will say it and then do something else man, a lie. It's some good folk in here, morally speaking, but uh, they have lied. If I was to asked the question, if you have never lied, put up your hand. And you put up your hand, you this would be, you would be. <laughs> All of us have lied. God is not a man that he should. Lie. But everybody on this road has lied. I like that coat. But you have lied. <laughs> yeah, he has. He has lied. Yeah. All of us have, have lied. Even when you try not to lie, you, you'll end up lying. I, I've told her I'm gonna be there at two now. I'll be there at two. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be there at two. Not 201, not 150 at two. And, and it didn't happen. Had I mean minute, had good intention, but it did not happen. I'm not saying I'm a liar, but I have lied. Now some of us are liars. <laughs> Are we no folk that are liars? You fix stuff by lying. That means you are a liar. You can't just say, I was late, I'm sorry. You try to fix it. It's, it's different when you, when you lie, but when you just practice lying. But, but God don't never have to fix it because he cannot lie. It's impossible for him to lie. And, and so based upon the two texts that I have took you to, First Samuel and Numbers, it shouldn't be no question that God is the better one to, to trust when it comes to man as, as any person. And I, and I just showed you that everybody in here has, has lied, everybody. Only human being you can't say that don't lie to that little baby who ain't learned how to talk, communicate, do things yet. But the rest of us, oh we don't lie. Ain't nobody arguing about that (laughs) or So why trust somebody that you know will lie? Even when a doctor tells you that it's over, he's telling you based upon his research, science, and so forth. But you can't trust that as being the final sight. Why? That's a human that said that. That learned certain things from other humans who are subject to lie. But see, when when you trust somebody so much, that lie becomes a part of your makeup. And then scripture comes into being as a person thinks. Well, in his heart. What you choose to think. That's what's going to happen. There's a lot of folks that died prematurely simply because they trusted the word of somebody else. Forgetting what the Bible tells us is once appointed for a person to die and then the judgment. Who got the book? God. You got the appointment book? Your cousin got the appointment book? Did you ask that doctor if he had the appointment book? He don't have it. How can you say the doctor don't have the appointment book? You ain't omniscient because the Bible says the Lord giveth and the Lord has taken away. That means he is to give. And his heels to take. He has the final say. Well where do we say that in the Bible? Job too. You have to understand. That you don't trust a person. Just because he or she thinks she. Or he has the final say. Or knows a particular thing. God is the only omniscient one. But see, he didn't stop there. You notice the psalmist didn't stop uh, in verse 8 talking about it's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in man. He goes further and, and tells us it's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in prince. Because see, it, it's some folks that are in here, you, you dignify You would never lower yourself to trust somebody that is not an expert in a particular field. (laughs) Pastor, you never have to worry about me trusting a man because I know he is not a degreed person. But when it comes to a degreed person, Pastor, or a person that has been trained, I, I, I may have to differ with Because God gave him knowledge. Hold on now. It's a lot of folk that, that have knowledge, but it didn't come from God. That's the reason you have some folks that they receive education to the point to where they cut God loose. Or uh, their dedication to God before their degree was greater than it is after the degree. Why? Because they they seem to think by their words and their acts that they don't need God once they get their paper. You done met folk like that, that once they get their paper, they, they, they feel like they just, they, hey, I'll come over there religiously, but I don't really need God because I made... I make a thousand dollars a week. But why not make a thousand a day with God? You talking about what you do, but what if, but what if you let God get in your life? What will he do for you? But some folks just get to the point to where they get a little authority. And they don't think they need God. Then you have some folks that the only ones you you look up to, seemingly more so than God, is folks that have a little authority. Or folk that are an expert in their particular field. But, but then here, your little bubble get busted. <laughs> Notice, he busting your bubble. Because he's saying that it's better to trust the Lord than to put your confidence in prince. And he's not just talking about people that live in castles. He he first mentions in the Hebrew when it it comes to a, a prince, a person that is a grandee. A person that has the power to persuade. A person that has the power to persuade. And in our day and time, we we can really break that down. Doctors, lawyers, speakers, preachers. Principles, bosses, and I can go on and on and on. And, and to some men, your wife. Some wives, your, your husband. That's your grandee. That's the one that has, has power to persuade you to do even though what you're doing is not the will of God. is better. Now he's not telling you not to trust folk but you got to know how far you can go with folk. I'm going to tell you something. If I have surgery it's going to be because God leads me. I'm going to listen to what any doctor has to say. I'm going to listen to what the doctor God leads me to has to say. But when the bottom line comes whether I do it or not it's going to be because God is leading me. But I'm not going to be to the point to where I'm just going to do it just because that person is an expert in his or her field. See, that's not enough for me. I'm a child of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, we're talking sons and daughters of God, right? So, So just because you're an expert in your field is not enough. See that even goes for your preacher. See, it is it, one thing for you to listen to Walker, but if I'm coming out here and I ain't got no book with me, I ain't got the Bible with me, and I'm saying stuff and saying stuff, oh yeah, that's my preacher. Whatever he say, I'm gonna believe. You stupid. I'm your grandee, and I don't want to be your grandee. You listen to me based upon the written and revealed will and the spirit of God that dwells on the inside of you. You don't ever want to be to the point to where you just take a person's word just because they are an expert or he or she is an expert in that particular field. And they'll get mad at you when you you tell them that you're going to have to pray about something. Pray about it. I just told you. Well, who Who you think you are? So you say, well, you need to make a decision. And I don't need, well, I already know you ain't the one since you don't want me to go pray. If somebody try to, you tell somebody you need to pray about it, well, you need to make a decision. That person ain't the one. You want me to go pray. Okay. Well, you don't want me to go pray. Okay, so look, you ain't the one. You're going to try to stop me from praying. And I done told you I need to pray about it. And you tell me I need to make a decision. Now you ain't the one. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in Prince. You only trust folks so far. I said you only trust folks so Fuck. Who you talking about? That's anybody. I wholeheartedly trust my spouse. Not, no, you only do that. That's you, Walker. That ain't me. No, that should be you too. Your wife a human. Your husband a human. You you can trust them. You trust them, but you only Well, baby, we're going to go down there and drink this, and we're going to die, and we're going to go to heaven once we drink this right here, and it's going to be wonderful. Since you trust her uh, wholeheartedly, go on and drink it. I'll be like, i tell her, hey, we'll see you. Because if you think I'm drinking that, you got to be out your mind. I mean, you, you, you can't trust folk, even when folk cooks everything, what you put in here? You wanna trust them, but you gotta, hey, what you put in here? Then some did you wash your hand before you did this? Don't ever, don't, don't ever have so much respect for a person to where you put all of your trust in him or her. The only one you can trust completely is God. Lord have mercy. I gotta show you a couple scriptures in reference to Prince, the the uh, the, the helpers out. Lord have mercy. Y'all feel all right? Yes. I feel pretty good myself. Let's go to uh oh, that must let's go to Proverbs. See? The preacher you gotta get himself together. You gotta go to Proverbs. Proverbs 14. And we want to just look at one verse, especially the latter clause of this verse. Proverbs 14 and 28. Ready? And a multitude of people is a king's honor. And you don't see people just hailing the king, you know, lifting the king up and so forth. But notice the, the latter part. But in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince. Do you know God does not need anybody to be powerful? But a prince does. Your doctor does. Your lawyer does. But not God. Even a person being an expert in his or her field. That person has to have people that back it up. That person looks for certain ratings, for certain things. Has to to, to take certain classes and so forth and be awarded by another person that says, look, you are an expert because you did such and such. Dependent on folks. But God is self-existent. He's the creator. Stepped out when there was nothing and said, let there be. And everything he said started manifesting. It was his choice to create man and his choice to redeem. Not because he needed man; It was his choice. I'm telling you. And a person wants you to know, look, I'm an expert when it comes, to say, 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 say. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with you you, you, you know, letting folks know your accomplishments, what you've done, that. That's a good thing. But But even an expert can mess up. But God can't mess up. Because he can do anything save fail. There is no failure in him. Period. Y'all all all right? You sure? Well, we got to take it a little bit further. Let's go to Job. Let's go to the book of Job. Oh, that mess. Job uh, 34 I think is where I want to go. I love this right here job 34 and 19. yet he or God is not partial to who? Nor does he regard the rich more than the Now, now notice this last verse is what I want you, to, I mean this last clause is what I want you to get. For they are all the what? In the word, God created all of them. Rich or poor, he created you. And when he creates you, you may, you, you may start out poor, but you don't have to stay poor. Because once he creates you, it's your choice whether you go up or come. Down, because y'all know rich folks that have come down and somebody that was dirt poor that it's your choice he just he just the one that creates you he make you and so why in the world we gonna trust a grandee who god made that's a quote-unquote expert, why are we going to trust that person over God and God made that person? You, sometimes you that, so you don't want me to pray to the one that made you, but you want me to trust you. So you saying I ain't gonna be able to have this because because you're an expert and you know all this that and the other, but the one who made everything told me is my season. It's my time, but you saying I can't have it because you a grandee. You an expert in your faith. And 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 again, the psalmist implication is that some of us fall for it. Whatever they say, you just you just believe that, even though it's in contrast to God's will. Because I'm not trying to persuade you on my words, Emma. Everything I've been telling you is based upon what the scripture. And the reason God wanted us. To hear this is because sometimes we we just trust folk too much. Yeah, we do. We trust folk too much. And that can be your downfall. Yeah. It's folks that that go through extreme hurt because they put too much trust in somebody. Woo. This happened to you, Walker. It may not be happening to them, but let it help you. Excuse me, i was talking to myself for a minute. <clears throat> so, if, if the bottom line from the psalm is, is the trust the Lord because he is the better one to trust. How do we need to trust? Let's go to Proverbs 3. I'm closing with this. Y'all know where I'm going, theme scripture. But I need to work this theme scripture a little bit. Cause I'm I'm done with putting my whole trust in a man. Or uh, if you want me to break it down to the ground in your hometown, I'm done with trusting you wholeheartedly. Me and you over. I guess I'm the only one we just I done severed the relationship. You ain't gonna trust. Are you bold enough to say to somebody, I ain't gonna trust you wholeheartedly? And then just say to him, ever. I ain't gonna never trust you wholehearted, but I trust you so far. But Proverbs 3:5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know what this means in one sense? That every choice you make should be based upon the Word of God. Every choice. Pastor, I wonder if I should marry him. Did God tell you to? Pastor, I wonder if I should get this car. Did God tell you to? Trust in the Lord with what? Woo, but he didn't stop right there. Y'all holding on? And lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't mess your own self up. Could I say it like that? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't mess your own self up. And and sometimes you can tell folks in self, I don't know why so-and-so don't like me because she just roll her eyes at me. I I can tell how she looks. She don't like me. Oh, so that's your understanding. You know, Proverbs 3.5 said you shouldn't lean to that. (laughs) Right? See, you can't lean to your what? Trust the Lord with all your what? Never trust yourself. Until you compare what you're thinking, what you're saying, or what you're doing to God's word. Because you can't be trusted fully. Pretend like the Bible is a mirror and say, I can't be trusted fully. (laughs) You can't. If you could, why would he say this? Trust in the Lord with all your what? Lean not unto your own what? That means you can't be trusted fully. That means you need to come to me. Quick, come to me and say, "Look, Pastor, you can trust me. You can trust me, Pastor." That's a bad sign. Right? That's a bad sign. Because if you come to me like that, I'm gonna turn around and say, "No, I can't." No, I can't. And if I come to you with the same thing, you should say, No, I can't, Pastor. You can trust me so far. But the bottom line, when I tell you, even when I tell you something, it needs to be based upon the word of God. I'm done.